welcome everyone to Uppy in the Stash. I'm your host, Uppy. Tonight, we got a fun, quick show for you. Kicking off for New Year, uh, we'll start with uh, my longest co-host, uh, Stash. How are you? Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy like New Year. Literally, we are recording on the first day of 2021. I am doing well, and I'm happy to be alive and doing this again with you, brother. And our featured guests. Um, <laughs> that was a bit more information than we asked for, so try to try to calm yourself. I know you're sorry. Excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's I excited can't. to see us. I'm already popping off. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that, uh, that's what they call that, it now. That is not a banana in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, well, just happy to see us. Yes. Uh, next up is a man who is coming up on a year of doing this pretty soon. Before we know it, we have Beardo. How are you? Um, pretty fucking fantastic. Happy fucking New Year's, everyone. Happy New Year. And then uh, Jitwood uh, is back. He has no current dad duties for right now, so he's using his limited free time to hang out with us. How are you, Chitwood? Happy New Year. I'm doing fan-fucking-tastic uh, because apparently Beardo doesn't do that anymore. Um, but I do whatever yeah, I want. Relieved, uh, relieved of uh, daddy duties for... Um, I was told to get back at uh, 11.30, but he's been waking up around... Uh, you know, eleven forty-five, twelve fifteen. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, no, it's. Uh, I think we're we're staunchly uh, entrenched in you know the 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 system that we have right now. Uh, waking up every couple hours, and that's the. You life. know, the best part about uh, the baby being a newborn is it seems like every time you think you got it figured out, it changed on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're about at that three, four week mark. All of a sudden, like you got your routine, it's going to go to shit in about a week or two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. and and if you don't hit that 1130 mark and we're still going, the baby chitlet's always welcome on the show. Absolutely. We'll be our first newborn on the show. Yeah. Um, he's got to make an uh, appearance at some point. Yeah. You know, we could have him pick teams by shitting on a team, <laughs> like literally just shitting. And if he hey, shits on a team, he wants the other team to win. Clearly, our like listeners would know card. that he'd probably do better than my record right now. So. Uh, did better than I saw so last week. I went. Um, I, I we make fun of Chitwood for picking himself into last place. I almost incidentally, I almost accidentally did that last week. I went zero five. I didn't get a single one right. Ooh. So I went from like being like tied for second to being just above Chitwood. Yeah, but didn't we all do pretty bad last week? Yeah. I think we all I'm did one, real I'm bad I'm the only one week. who went over, though. Like, I went over. I think I actually didn't do too bad. Um, yeah, Chitwood went three and two. Dodger went three and two. Uh, Beardo went three and two. Stash and Dirty D went... No, sorry. That's the wrong week. Ah. No, last week, uh, yeah, Chitwood still did do three and two as well as Stash, but Dirty Dan, two and three, Dodger and Beardo, one and four, and I, like I said, I went over, I went over, and five. It was a, not a good week for predicting Paul. But before we get into our fun topics, we're going to start with Stash, because it looks like you have the most uninteresting thing to say to this <laughs> question. What are you drinking? Piss. <laughs> so fuck you. He had the most interesting thing to say. <laughs> Do you see how offended he looked when I was saying? <laughs> <laughs> I I uh, I, I take do. the fifth. I, I I'm just I'm drinking I'm drinking uh, Woodford Reserve uh, whiskey um, with some Coronas. Um, I was gonna do the old the old college cores. 
route, but I have like a lot of Coronas in the refrigerator because I thought it was going to be here for New Year's Eve and I wasn't, which, you know, it's fine by me. I was fully stocked for a party, um, party of one. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm drinking. I'm catching up on shit that I should have been drinking. <laughs> the stuff you weren't drinking in November. Uh, <laughs> we'll go to you next. Shit, what, what do you have? I'm drinking uh, from our longtime favorite uh, piss poor brewery, Morgan Territory, Moon Time, um, which is a hazy IPA, hops of Citra, Mosaic, and Vic Secret. Uh, it's a 6.9%, and it might be the only good beer that they have there. Agreed. I, I will. Well, there's another. They have a stout. I can't remember the name. That's actually not too bad, but I can't remember the name of it. And it's not good enough that I would go out of my way to find it. So um, that once in a blue moon event where Beardo finds himself at my house and he drops me off a whole bag full of Morgan Territory beer. It's about the next time I'm going to have Morgan Territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking it of may beer, happen sooner rather than later. <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, Beardo, what are you drinking? Um, well, I'm starting out the new year right with um my my perfect five um i'm having my first my first denogonizer of the new year so here's number one we'll get to number two before the end of the show i have no doubt probably so i mean we're, we've been here for an hour and a half when we just started recording so <laughs> <laughs> many beers and then for me okay. um i dug into my box of beer that i got from the internet um yeah, it's called the Science of Selling Creamsicles. It's a milkshake in the air pale ale with orange, vanilla, and lactose. It comes to me from New York State, and um, it's good. Not the best, um, but it's drinkable. If I, if I had gotten two, I'd be happy there's another one, but I'm not, like, disappointed there's only one of them. So yeah, if I was ranking out five, I'd give it maybe a two with a silver star. Oh. Or maybe two and a half with the silver star. Gold stars are only for like beers that are one hundred out of ten mm-hmm. or five. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't keep up with the stash scale of ranking beers. Yeah, I mean, look, so I man, I've managed to append them twice now. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's New Year's. Literally, New Year's Day. We are going to go cheesy here. Um, we are going to give some New Year's resolutions. And none of us knows what each one's going to say. So this will be interesting. And Stash, since I keep picking on you unintentionally, I'm going to let you go first. What is your resolution? My resolution is to actually finish the shit that got delayed from last year. Like, actually do it. Um I felt like I was on a good roll February-ish. Um, I got a lot of good news that time, around that month. And then fucking COVID hit and it just threw everything into the whirlwind of hang on to your fucking pants type of shit. So it's just just to finish those things. Um, I, I'm on a roll now um, and maybe it was a good thing that it hit. And then, you know, I pick up back on my career again and, and get back out there. I'm like the way I wanted to. That that is truly my New Year's resolution is to get my ass back out there and do what I was doing again. So 
Well, speaking yeah. of careers, I'm going to go ahead and go second. Um, so it's January 1st. I, I actually don't view anything beyond um, June 30th uh, because that is the last day I'm on probation at my current job. So my goal, my resolution is to pass probation at my work and not have to worry about it anymore. That'd be nice. Uh, <laughs> and be able to comfortably move forward in the new career I started four months ago and uh, provide that financial stability for my family. And then hopefully that means <laughs> that the trip we booked to the East Coast for summer vacation, which we did under the assumption COVID's going to be um, under control by then. I'm doing so um, as a man who's gainfully employed and not someone who's on unemployment. <laughs> so, yeah. Pass probation at my work is my resolution. And then I'm going to pass off to beer, though. All right. Um, I would like to put another two inches on my beard. That's hmm. that's what I would like. That's my my resolution. We're going to start doing some some beard exercises. We're going to start <laughs> braiding that shit. <laughs> you know, we're going to start putting some magical uh, potions in it. And, and uh, Viking beard oil in it. Your own yeah, recipe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and by this time next year, I hope to be a wizard. So, I was going to ask for a wizard. You considered starting a ZZ Top cover band or anything. Yeah. I have no talent. No talent. <laughs> we could lip sync and play air guitar, though. <laughs> we could do that. We could be like ZZ Top Millie. I, I, I'm, I'm just assuming here, but I would think that given, given the moment when we're finally released from home, to go out and enjoy life kind of like how we did um pre-covid i think people might pay for anything just to get the hell out of the house <laughs> <laughs> well then i've got some different ideas that are a little bit easier <laughs> i i i'm 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 on the oh, that, that same uh, uh wave of like i i really do believe people are going to just be like oh hey let's go see this lip singing band well, why? Well, why the fuck not? We don't want to stay home. I'm sick of this goddamn couch. Is what I'm sick of. <laughs> well, who is it? Oh, some local guys from the high school. All right, let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> why not? All right, Chitwood, what's your New Year's resolution? I've got three, and they're pretty <laughs> fucking basic, bitch. Um, I'm fat as well, shit. Well, it's you. So... I need to figure out this fat as shit situation. And I, I'm not really talking about like, I need to lose 40 pounds, but just get it, looser clothes. It, <laughs> you know, I've tried get that the last friend. couple of years. That was my last, that was last year's new year's resolution. Buy bigger underwear. Um, yeah. So <laughs> swim in them. <laughs> I need to fucking get, get a little, a little fit. Uh, second, um, my, our consumer debt is, is, it's out of control. Um, you know, we we did a financially smart thing of getting a house, but it's interesting when you're trying to save for a house, you end up figuring out how to, you know, put yourself more in debt before you put yourself more in debt. So um, we got some consumer debt to take care of, um, which I that think was mine a year ago, actually, which I think about. might be knocked out pretty quickly here soon, um, and. The third is I think I need to challenge myself in the workplace um, in terms of actually teaching. Um, I've challenged myself quite a bit with a new role that I've taken on, but 
I feel like I need to step outside of my comfort zone and of what I teach and, you know, maybe try something new. So those are my three. Nice. Then someone had uh, the bright idea. We should um, show specific uh, New Year's resolutions for the podcast. Yeah. 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 That would be, that would be my bright idea. Okay. (laughs) Take it away. Get long winded. So, yeah, um, not so long-winded, but I, I was really pushing for last year was to get people onto the show to interview. And it, we had, like, one that worked – that was didn't quite work out the way I wanted to. And then two, per, the second person ended up being a featured guest on the show. It actually was perfect. It's beautiful the way it worked out. Um, and, to, you know, to use the, the words of our, our, our president, it was, it was beautiful. Um, so I, I want to get, I want to bring on for, as a, as a show, I want to bring on guests that we all can ask questions and have a great conversation with and bring up topics that, you know, may affect us here in the state, county, locally, what, you know, whatever it is. Um, but maybe, you know, to bring more um, listenership into our, you know, into our, what we do, because we, we have a lot of talent on the show. Um, a lot of great minds and so I want to put that to the test and even bring on people that we may not totally agree with but we can have a beer with them um, you know kind of Joe Rogan-ish type of, type of shit um, I'd, I'd put a limit on some some of it but you know being that you can't debate genocide um, and shit like that so but if they got a challenging idea that you know that we can discuss and work through the ins and outs. I, I want to try to shoot for that for this, for this year. You know, I, um, <clears throat> I don't know how to follow that up other than maybe I'd like to continue being a little bit more selfish. Uh, I, you know, when COVID maybe is less of a big deal, continue doing um, interviews with local businesses. Um, some of our most listened to shows were when we interviewed local people Um which makes it hard when we all live so far apart, unfortunately. But um, yeah, using the show for personal gain has always been something I have enjoyed. <laughs> well, and I look at the people you spent time with this year; they want you to come back. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I know eighteen seventy wants you to come back. Um, with Desert Fox also was like asking you to come back. Did you get some free wings from Rubs the other day? Is that what I saw? I, I want to bet with Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. Um, Jimmy's a like Dodger. He's an Eagles fan. Mm-hmm. And the day of that game, I threw something out on Instagram, and I was like, "Hey, if I had thought of it, I would have made a bet for some free food." And then Jimmy's like, "I can't say no to that." So I finally cashed in yesterday. Got my free fifteen buffalo wings, and I was just. A man in heaven yesterday. Yeah, and my my toilet earned its keep about six hours later. So, yeah, no, I think I think you're I think you're building some pretty good relationships with good local businesses. I mean, and they're solid people. I mean, they're mm-hmm. wonderful people. Just great. Yeah, and the thing coming down the pipeline is uh, so grains of virtue, which we've talked about a few times. Um, <laughs> at first negatively now positively <laughs> uh they are so down they didn't they come don't know about so, those episodes. yeah <laughs> yeah they don't exist uh they are so down to actually uh sit down with us so we're, we're kind of we were talking pre-show about um maybe waiting until we're out of purple tier 
but hopefully Beardo and maybe Chitwood could join me finally. And I think yeah, every time I've had a local, ass up here. Every time I've had a local interview, I've always asked Beardo and Chitwood if they want to do it with me, and there's always a reason why they can't. Um, I did one virtually. I was <laughs> at one interview virtually. And it actually worked out pretty well on speakerphone. It wasn't yeah. ter- it wasn't terrible. Um, so yeah, so grains of virtue is coming up. Hopefully, before springtime, maybe January or February, we get grains of virtue on. They're doing an amazing thing with their beer out there in Oakdale. So stay tuned for that. Um, yeah, so just continue like building like local uh, relationships. I think that's important to me. Like I said, it feels selfish to say that. Because Stash lives, you know, we live 400 miles apart. That's neither of our faults. <laughs> no, but, don't think well, of it as selfish. I think what I um, and and the co-host's experience is this: mm-hmm. what what um, you're doing, what I would want to do if we lived literally like three doors down from each mm-hmm. other. You know what I mean? That's exactly what I would want to do. Um, but I I do also want to make an opportunity to head up towards that way because we've mm-hmm. already had a family reunion where you came down here and. We spent the summer, um, you know, a couple summer nights together. Um, and it was totally awesome. Best experience ever. There's a lot of stories that are going to be had from that 10, 20 years from now um, that we'll be telling again over and over again. But I wanted, I want to go up there and do it as well. I mean, like we have the equipment to do it. Mm-hmm. I'd like to maybe invest in a little more equipment as well. If we want to do more of a live show, mm-hmm. um, a pre-recorded uh, show or something, you know, um, and start off that way. Even a pre-recorded show would be super awesome before we could go live and, you know, figure that shit out all together. It'd be a lot of fun. And I think that it's something that um, is going to be great for the show to do, uh, to figure out places. You you've have establishments in your area that you've made contact with. We need to work with that. You know, we need, mm-hmm. we need to go in that direction. So, Oh, definitely. Let me say how awesome 1870 was. Like, um, So Bridget... If you remember her name, yeah, Bridget is the owner. Um, she had a lot of great ideas that unfortunately we just could not capitalize on because of COVID and um, in the effort of trying to be safe. Like, she was wanting us to like come down and watch football and podcast from the brewery. Like, she had a lot of these amazing ideas that like I just wanted to take advantage of, but just given the situation, I just couldn't. I would love. Not now in December, but I would have loved in October when it was like kind of cooling down, but it was still warm to be able to go down and hang out there and watch football on an 80 inch TV. Like that sounds like a great time to drink some beer, eat some food, watch. You know, I would have loved to have done that. Just we just couldn't. So maybe next year actually get to cash in on those offers. Um, we had a pretty exciting offer from Diane Breed. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully we can do once it's safe. <laughs> That'd be super amazing. Yeah. Um, yep. so yeah, it, it's a good time. Like, and it, uh, speaking of Bridget back 1870, it was great. Like, um, before Christmas, she just randomly reached out to me. He's like, I haven't seen you in a while. You need to come by and try this new beer. I think you'll like it. And it just made my day because she has no idea that we might get 15 lessons off this podcast. Yeah. This week. <laughs> you know? Well, now she knows you just told her. <laughs> she doesn't listen. You cut this shit out. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she's a listener. So, I mean, yeah. it's not a big deal. Yeah. I think there's one thing that I've been looking forward to um, that I don't think I've ever expressed. I've been looking forward to, um, but no, we're I, not putting your name on the sticker. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I was hoping for you know Uppy and uh, Uppy in the shit podcast, Uppy in the shit podcast. <laughs> yeah, in the shit. Um, but 
talking no. shit. <laughs> yeah. What what I've been looking forward to, and hopefully you can make that happen, Epi, thank you, um, it is me. I like to think I know what I'm talking about when I talk about beer, but I am not a master brewer. I think it would be really cool to hear somebody talk about beer that is a master brewer that knows their shit mm. that can really give a good insider's perspective you on. you would love you would love uh luke and megan down at his fox up um, yeah up he has a his the you know his pulse the figure on the pulse I, I on mean, that one yeah desert fox was great because they started out just selling equipment to make beer so they were a master of the craft and understanding all the not not that anyone else who makes beer doesn't understand the ins and outs but the way they communicate about it is like the way in which you can nerd out and actually learn something. And it'd be fun to do a, you know, a beer special maybe to promote the a specific brewery that has, you know, that master brewer in house mm-hmm. that could, you know, ship us the beer. We, you know, we do what we do with, with sending it around the country. Um, <laughs> but, you know, us being able to, I know. you know, talk <laughs> about it the way that we do and then be able, be able to hear the master brewer talk about it after we do. And yeah. Oh yeah. Luke see where and Megan would be perfect for that. Yeah. They're the best. Like, um, so typically, like when I've done an interview, like I would go and I'll hang out with someone for long enough to feel comfortable talking with them because it's not like I'm an extrovert. Um, it's not like I went to journalism school, um, and I'm definitely not a talker like you guys are. Um, but I would normally spend about 20, 30 minutes talking with somebody beforehand, just getting so we can get comfortable with each other and like walking them through. Um, the process and what have you. When I went and met with Megan and Luke down at um, Desert Fox, I think I hung out with them for at least three hours before we even started recording. Like they were just feeding me so much information. Like they're literally walking me through the process of how brewing works. And it went beyond the whole, hey, check this out. Like, I mean, I get a kick out of when someone wants to give me uncarbonated beer straight from the tank. I, I will never not love that moment. But they they yeah. let me taste beer that they just started brewing the day before, but they also told me exactly on a molecular level what was going on. Yeah, so you would love that shit. Would you, you got to be involved? Um, well, and they want you back, so set that up and yeah, and shit I, would and can I go. Sh- and I should have been back a long time ago. So when I originally met with them, the plan was I was going to come back at the beginning of Christmas break, and we were going to have a brew day to make an uppy IPA. But I got so busy with work and COVID, I just let that one slip. But I'm you actually got too busy now. for an uppy IPA. Yes. Really interesting. Um, <laughs> uh, the old uppy with his old career <laughs> would have never been too busy for that. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm actually. I think I'm actually going to be seeing them tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'm going to actually be recording a special Desert Fox commercial. Oh, that's cool to play on the show. Um, at, on shows, we take a break where maybe we're not too political. Um, that's always a promise I give to people when they agree to want to give a commercial uh, in our hands. Is I was like, I won't put this on anything political, which is why yes. we don't have too many of them. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> we're always bashing conservatives around here. But no, nah. that's good. That great feedback. What a wonderful discussion. Very uplifting. I like I like that we try not to be do, too political on some things because. I think that the the great benefit of our show is that we can we could <clears throat> at least have a beer and talk to each other, yep. you know, you know, for for a short amount of time before shit gets weird. But yeah, let's just and and you know, like 
a lot of things I hear from the, you know, working is like, I hate how divided we are, but we've always been a divided country. Like we've always have been. Um, and, and everybody's idea of moving forward is like, let's be less divided. We're, we're only divided because media lets us be divided. But if you seriously turned off the TV and hung out outside with somebody by a, mm-hmm. by a fucking barbecue, everybody loves each other. Right. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't bring up politics, like don't talk about any politics. Just talk about life. Talk about being a dad. Talk about being, you know, in a married and in a relationship or being single or about what it fucking sucks to like your credit cards, you know, company screwed you type of shit. Everybody fucking mm-hmm. makes like there is a, a connectivity of each other. So. So do we need to find our resident uh, conservative stash, you know, for the show? Do we have a res- Is there a resident conservative? Are, are, are we talking more mm. like, because um, Idiotville has that, well, no, they, they don't, don't have a resident, right? This, no, but they have that one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'd say like if we needed a resident, it'd have to be someone that could really like break it down and say that th- this is how they think, but not just because they heard it on Fox, you know what I mean? Or they heard it on Newsmax or they heard it on Hannity type of shit. Like, <laughs> like, like they truly believe it. Right. <laughs> like naturally believe it, but like, like they have, they have examples to give. Right. And it's not bullshit. It's not like, well, you know, why don't you just give people to work and we'll do this or that. Pull my bootstraps. And it's like, dude, we've heard that shit. Like that doesn't work. Yes, but that is the conservative argument. I know. <laughs> that's, that's what it fucking is. I, I, I get it, but 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 it would have to be with like I don't know. I guess I guess we would have to vet him him or her. To bring staff to uh, Knights Ferry. You gotta you gotta find a libertarian. I don't think you can find a hardcore Republican. I don't you know, know. For the longest time I thought I was a libertarian and then uh, I realized quickly I was not. See, I thought I was not liberal until a colleague of mine pointed out that I was probably more liberal than him. And he was like the hippiest motherfucker I'd ever met. And I'm like, Oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Shit just got real. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't let the the beard fool you. Yeah. I love those moments in our life when we're like, you know, our ideology is like tested and we're like, I, I I am. And then you're like, wait a minute. I'm actually not any of that shit. (laughs) When we meet somebody, mine was at UCR when I was like, I'm true blue dog Democrat. I'm I'm all the way blue. I'll fucking die for you. And then I went to UCR and I was like, fuck the Democratic Party at the end of the day. (laughs) Change that shit to independent. I will never be fucking tied to that shit ever again in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And then you weren't allowed to vote in the primaries. (laughs) (laughs) Right. <laughs> yeah. Chitwood, you may have been at that moment that was like the most defining moment of my adult political life. It was probably over a lunchtime conversation. It was, it was de- definitely at a lunchtime conversation. I can remember the exact moment, and you may have been there. You know what, stuff? I can't exactly remember the last time I had a good lunchtime moment like that. You know, COVID, you know. No, me <laughs> either. March 15th, probably, 2020. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't tell me you guys went to Wiener Schnitzel. 
that's all I, I don't know. No, no, no. We used to always, the there was like six or seven people in the history department that always ate lunch together. Okay. And, you know, teachers are teachers, but when you got us into the room together, we were just a bunch of guys. And it was the greatest. With a couple of girls. Greatest experience of my again. life. <laughs> we were just pals. We were just, we talked about whatever we want. And some of the stuff we talked about is going to send us to hell. Yeah. It was always good. Yeah, that's a future. You know, it was that that's standard, topic, that standard lunchtime conversations, especially where you think about teachers, you know, having their teacher break in their lunchtime uh, all around the, the water cooler. <clears throat> we then, did not talk shop. It was, and, you did yeah, not talk about teaching. No. And, and then, you know, you have people come in that wanted to talk about teaching or a student come in, then, you know, everybody glance over the door. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like obviously we we would be uh, nicer than that, but the glares. Uh, yeah, so when an like, outsider came in, like someone who's not a part of the group. Away. Yep. <laughs> you know, with the career change, that is the thing I miss most. A hundred percent. That's what I miss most is those lunches because I'll never have that again. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, if it makes you feel any better, you haven't missed a single one. So, <laughs> <laughs> but next year I will miss plenty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I I'll, I'll admit I I miss the the hanging out you know, and talking shit with your coworkers type of meetings you know. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I, 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 I Uppy does too though because Uppy Uppy is I, you know I I just, the, here's one thing though I I, I just I'll go long winded on this is that Uppy's on an an opportunity in his life um, that he should truly be out the office hanging out and hearing all the water cooler talk and the, you know, but I, I wouldn't have that anyways. Cause even if there wasn't COVID, I'm still home office. I would not work. They at wouldn't. The office. No, they, they, my, they my home is my office no matter what. Oh, COVID. so they wouldn't, oh, they, they wouldn't have allowed you to just, okay. You had to do it anyways. Yeah. I'm home for office three for months. Oh, oh shit. That's kind of nice still, though. Yeah, but I know, but because not when the kids are distant learning, <laughs> dude. I'm yeah, but that's not gonna be forever. No, going, it's not. It'd but. be nicer if you had like a Starbucks you could go to. But yeah, nah, I have one not too far away. It's about two minute drive. Or when eighteen seventy opens their coffee part. Yeah, you could have morning coffee and then <laughs> lunch beers. <laughs> you know what I miss? So I have had those lunch moments, though. I'll be honest. They've been few and far between. There are there before the weather turned too much. There, there were times where Beardo and I did make an effort about once a month, maybe twice a month, to meet mm-hmm. down at Grubhub's and have lunch together. Um, and that was nice. Get out of the house, have some good barbecue food, yeah. and get away from work for an hour. So yep, yeah. We, we've tried to have her a couple of moments, but like I get a random ass phone call from the boss that never answers during the day anyway. So I'm like, right. should I got to take this? Because <laughs> she don't fucking answer her phone. <laughs> so I better take this now or else my aunt, I'll never get an answer until tomorrow right. type of shit. Yeah. But yeah. you know, Sasha, I'm, Sasha and I've had a few lunch. Yeah. And, and, and I've enjoyed it because it, yeah. it kind of got us a little bit out of the, of, uh, you know, the monotony of our life. Mm-hmm. And then if you guys will ever want to join to, you know, hang in there, come yeah. on, come on out, you know, join well, that, that brings me to my resolution for this show or what I'd like to see this show in the next year. I mean, I've always been 
been pushing to go down to Southern California and hang out with you and stash and, and get to know you and your life in your area. Um, you know, road trip. I want a road trip. I want to travel <laughs> and, and do things, you That's know, together. And so it's like, we can't right now, but <laughs> I mean, during the summer, I think hopefully things will be more back to normal during the mm-hmm. summer. The three of us Northerners have some, some free time probably during the summer. We can probably sneak out for a little while. You're saying you don't want to travel down to Costa Mesa in, you know, mid-September, perfect weather. and uh, Well, I could. I just don't have time hours, for that. 12 hours yeah. to yourself, yeah. uh, having, yeah. you know, twiddling your thumbs and not hit up stash. <laughs> no, no, because I just Hanger, bought I just Hanger bought 22. bunk beds. <laughs> I just bought a bunk bed, so I mean, I'm I'm, I'm totally I'm totally ready for <laughs> for guest life. I nice. I just want to say you can take the you can take the top bunk. I get top bunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'll get the bottom bunk. Costco had this great deal on this supposed. It looked like a footrest, but ended up turning into a queen bed type of shit. Someone could take that one out there. So well, oh, that's, yeah, a, I gotta, that's that's a fun quick question. Uh, were you a top monk or a bottom bunk person? <laughs> oh, I'm top. I'm top. I was I was always bottom monk because I was always afraid I'd somehow fall off, um, <laughs> and I didn't want to get hurt. So I always took bottom monk. I, I took the risk of the fat person on the top monk falling through, but I just did not want to <laughs> somehow fall off. So I was definitely a bottom bunk person. I'm a yeah. I'm a bottom too, but not in the sense of uh, you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, certain yeah, certain communities. <laughs> Uh, I I am a, a bottom bunk person. I'm a whatever bed's available kind of person. I don't really care. <laughs> Let me sleep. <laughs> yep, top or bottom, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. As well, long as long as I'm getting it, Chitwood, I don't care. Top or bottom. <laughs> <laughs> when Beggars in, can't be choosers. <laughs> when I was in Chitwood's position in life, I. I I could fall asleep on the hardwood floor. I know because I did it a few times. Yeah. So, if I was him, I wouldn't need a bed at all. Just I could sleep anywhere. Uh, no, I saw a pretty good meme the other day. It was a picture of a dude sleeping on a couch, and it was like when you're over at your buddy's house and they don't give you a blanket, and it had the person dragging another couch on top of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been in that position before, but it sucks. Mm-hmm. Funny story. I, I, um, when I was in, I worked as a trail worker in Yosemite. Um, there was a party going on literally at a trail camp on, uh, on the other side of the mountain, which was only like a half mile to a mile away. Student so had to walk on the trail and, and make it over to them. And I decided that I, I was going to go over to the party, but I also had, um, to watch camp. So I had camp watch. And I said, well, I can go for a few hours and make it back because as long as I made it back before a certain time, I'd be all right. Or I'll go over there and fucking hang out, get shit faced because you're at 9,000 feet anyways or 10,000 feet. So you're going to get shit faced no matter what happens. And I said, all right, well, I'm going to hike back because it's only a half mile away. I can make it back. I made it about, oh, about 800, 900 yards and decided I fucking can't, I can't even decide. I can't, I don't even know what's the trail and what's the fucking like forest where I'm walking. So I just stop exactly where I'm at and I fucking lay down 
and and and, <laughs> and so and the cool part was that they uh, there was this um uh rock climber uh person that was there in our group and they were like hey man did you want to you want to do rock climbing and i was like yeah sure well i have these extra shoes do you want them so what size do you i'm like about seven and a half eight depending on the shoe yeah, I got an eight, eight size eight shoe. Do you want them? Sure. Fucking take the shoes, right? Tie them up, put them around me, and I take off hiking. And I'm fucking drunk as a skunk. So I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. And shit doesn't look the same. So I decided to stay where I'm at. And I lay down and I fall asleep. And I said, all right, I'm going to fucking fall asleep right here with nothing. No fucking blankets. <laughs> no, no fucking nothing with me except for just me thinking I was going to hike back. And... I fucking pass out right there on the side of the trail. <laughs> well, I wake up two hours later after the fucking beer wore off, right? And the whiskey wore off. And I can see the fire from where they're hanging out at. And I said, okay, well, they're still awake. I'm going to head back over there. So I head back over there and nobody's fucking awake. And I'm like, dude, where the fuck am I going to sleep? I just walked back this way because I knew how to get over here. Can't, your oh, situation hasn't gotten worse. It's yeah, totally so, so, but at least I have a fire. And so I sleep outside for another hour and the fire dies. I say, well, I'm fucking cold. But they have an outside kitchen and it's covered in a canvas. And I said, okay, well, at least let me go and lay on the fucking kitchen floor. And then I'll wake up in the morning, four hours from now, maybe, because I have no idea what time it is because I didn't bring my watch like a dumbass. So I lay on the floor and there's fucking little field mice running over me and squeaking and shit. And I'm laying on the floor just making, I just said, just try to make it till there's sunlight so that you can leave in the morning. Finally make it to sunlight. And I'm like, all right, I want to see how fucking far I made it because I have to get back to the camp. Crossing my fingers that a fucking bear didn't tear it up, you know, trying to eat our food and shit. And I get oh, way less than I thought that I made it. And there were my fucking shoes, my climbing shoes on the floor that was given to me. And I was like, you motherfucker didn't even make it anywhere. Uh, that shit sucked. So I know the feeling of laying somewhere on the floor, having nothing in your life. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> that, that story is untoppable. <laughs> it is uh, something else. I think that is a perfect time. We're going to take a super quick break. Uh, we're going to read up our drinks and we're going to power through our football segment. Because Chitwood's on a timeline, so we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Luke Henslick, founder and lead brewer of Desert Fox Brewing Company, New Craft Brewery, located in downtown Modesto at 400 I Street. We are also located in Turlock, 428 East Main Street. Uh, inside Creston Crumb is our tap room. So come on down with us, hang out, get some scratch-made clam chowder, amazing red steer beef sandwiches, turkey sandwiches, and we have currently have seven beers on tap. We do growler fills, uh, amazing to-go at curbside, and we can also deliver you some beers. So come out, hang out with us at 428 East Main Street, and meet Desert Fox Brewing Company. Welcome back, everyone. It is time to talk football, and we are at the last week of the regular season. We're going to continue doing pick them though, through the Super Bowl. That's what we did last year. We're going to do it this year, but... We made it to week 17, where week 17 is supposed to be. So good job, NFL, for making it to the finish line on time. Like, I, I think that's pretty impressive, given the other sports were a clusterfuck. So mm-hmm. here we are. Week 17 is going to be a little bit different, like uh, some of the matchups. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. You have to think of it differently than you would have three weeks ago. Like the first game we have in the morning slot, we have Pittsburgh at Cleveland. 
uh, three weeks ago, or let's say two months ago, I would have probably said Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh was like 11 and 0. They were kicking ass, whatever. But it's week 17. They clinched their spot. They are sending out the B squad. All their good team, all their good players are resting. Uh, Big Ben's gonna be out. Uh, T.J. Watt's gonna be out. Two two fifths of the O line is taking a rest. Um, they are doing everything in their power um, to see to it that the Browns win. Um, but the Browns can't seem to get their whole COVID situation under control. So I don't know. Uh, I kind of actually looked at the line for a change. I usually don't look at the 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 lines that Vegas has set. Um, I just go based off what I think I know. Um, but Vegas has the Browns at nine, I think. So I'm going to run with that. Mason Rudolph is starting. Uh, <laughs> this couldn't have been unintentional. Miles Garrett's going to be the Browns captain for the week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm going to go I, – I, even without T.J. Watt and, like, Joe Hayden and whoever else is sitting out on that defense, I still don't think the Browns are going to run up too high of a score on them. So I'm going to go – Cleveland wins, clinches their first playoff spot since I was, like, 20 years old, and they're going to win 20 to 10, according to me. So, uh, Stash, what do you think? I like to defer to the Browns um, professional uh, resident expert on this one. And um, I, I'm, I'm going to just say 20 to 10 as well, because like you said, you've gotten I'm, lazy, my friend, I've gotten very lazy, but, but you were lazy I, when you were 21, 20 for everything. Now you're just taking, other I'm just super lazy. I'm just going, I'm like, I'm like, I'm just going like, yeah, just rail me type of shit. Yeah. I'm going, I'm, I'm going to say this. I, I think Browns are going to take it, but again, I defer to the expert. Because you know him, you know him better than I do. All right. Next up on my list, I have Beardo. I don't know. All my other picks for tonight, I'm fairly certain on, but for this one, I really want to pick the Steelers. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Seeing all the people who are sitting out, it feels it's like, like they're, they're just, trying to give it away, right? Yeah, I mean, it feels like they're just throwing their hands up for the week. So I really want to say Steelers, like 21-20, but I'm not going to because I think I might still have the best record on these picks, and I would like to win something fucking this year. So, you're tied, I will say that. You're all right, tied. so One I'm going to – <laughs> Okay, well, that's not so bad. Um, I'll pick the Browns as well. But it's it's going to be close, and it's not going to be pretty. And the Browns will show us why they're going to lose in the first week of the playoffs. So uh, we'll pick the Browns 21-20. 21-20, okay. Yeah, make sure I have a heart attack on Sunday. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, before we get to Chitwood, I'll just read off Dodger and Dirty Dan. Dirty Dan actually does end this picks to me. Um, Dodger has Pittsburgh 21-20. Get used to that score because he did 21-20 for everything. Dirty Dan has Cleveland 28-17. So, Chitwood, bring us home. What do you got? Well, I don't want to come in last. So, if I have the opportunity to not come in last, I'm going to take it. So, I'm going to take the Steelers 20-17. to I think what we're going to see is Mason Rudolph. Um, I think there's still that bad blood between those two. And... um, 
from my, you know, initial tweets, uh, tweet research um, <laughs> that I conducted as, you know, um, our president so duly does around this time every night. Um, I found that Miles Garrett has not reached out yet to Mason Rudolph since uh, the incident last year. Uh, so we're going to go with, uh, you know, the Mason Rudolph uh, revenge game. And I think it's a win and in scenario for the Browns, correct? So if they. Not ten, that's the easiest route. They can get in with losing. But Let's just go with this. I'm going to continue with the, you know, Browns heartbreak fashion. For some reason, it does not go for them. And I'm sorry, Eppy. And do you want to share your misery because the Raiders just did the same thing? Yeah, you know, <laughs> maybe. Uh, but. You know, I think it's going to be a, a a terrible game all around. The COVID shutting down the facility this week is not helping whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I think it's going to be a gross game. Twenty seventeen Steelers. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, we're going to start <laughs> the next one off with Stash, and this one will be interesting because the next game here we have Chargers at Chiefs. I actually looked it up, um, so I know my homes is sitting. Yeah, I don't know who the KC backup quarterback is. Henny, huh? Moons over my Henny. Really? Okay. Chad um, Henny. So I think Chargers actually, despite being a road team, has the line. I think it's at three and a half or two and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But um, Stash, take it away. What do you got? Well, Chiefs clinched it already. Uh, They're an awesome team. So I I don't want to sound like I'm a fanboy of the Chiefs, but dude, it's just it's. One one quick sense. It's fun watching Mahomes play. Um, he wasn't that great in his, in his last game, but it's just fun watching him play. I think for like the last month or so, they haven't. Looked yeah, good. they keep winning, but they don't. It's, it's they seem them off. It's not. It's not the winning where you're going. You should be winning this more, right? Or you should like this should be more of a game you've had in the. Th- this shouldn't be a challenge for you, type of shit. Uh, and 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 that didn't happen. But I'm gonna because they're you're right. They're gonna set them and they've already clinched it. So they're just gonna go Chargers over Chiefs. It's not gonna be a fucking great game, but this might be an opportunity for the Chargers to show and uh, what they have on the offense. Why is that they've been kind of um, not being able to show in the last like three or four because of of Anthony Lynn and his coaching and I'm going to go like, um, 28, um, 28, 21 type of shit on this one. It's going to be a weird, it's going to be like a weird game because they're going to go like back and forth and they're going to love each other and then they hate each other. And then it's going to be weird, but yeah, I want charges to go on this one. Okay. Uh, Beardo. Uh, Chiefs. I mean, I think Chiefs second stringers are probably better than Chargers first stringers. So we'll go Chiefs on this one. Um, we'll go 28-21. Okay. So this is something interesting. You two are actually the two that are tied right now. So at this point, one of you is going to break away. Um, see, Dodger has Kansas City. Dirty Dan also has KC at 24-21. What do you got, Joey? Uh, <laughs> this one's tough because I hate both of these fucking teams. Um, and 
the, you know, the Chargers have the most upside for me and the pick them to not again come in last. But, you know, I think Beardo is right. I think Kansas City's a good team, um, regardless of who's starting. Um, but, you know, fuck it. We'll take, you know, Stash's Chargers. Um, what a good friend we'll give them the we'll give them the three and a half three and a half which would put them we'll give vegas the three and a half which will put it at 24 chargers 20 so chargers 24 20 vegas wins sorry um so i was actually very similar i i decided to go with vegas on this one and i went chargers 24 21 um I thought similarly to you, you guys, um, you guys meaning Beardo, um, you were saying how you, you feel the, the second string is still better than the Chargers first string. But I also took into account that the, Char- uh, the Kansas City, while they've been winning lately, it seems like it's not like they're blowing people out and they're just unstoppable. They, they've actually looked like they're almost losing. So something doesn't seem to be right in the um, backup quarterback situation. I, I could see the Chargers maybe one one out but if they lose i wouldn't be surprised either so um next up should be an interesting one because one of these teams is actually playing for the four seed and that would be the washington football team at philadelphia this is dodgers team so he picked philadelphia dirty dan also picked philadelphia and i'll start with you chillwood Do we know who's starting at quarterback for this this next game for Washington? Some person. Probably Alex Smith. Definitely not Dwayne Haskins. It's not Alex Smith. Um, You know, note to self, don't visit a a strip club during a pandemic when (laughs) you're named the uh, starting quarterback of a team that for some reason at six and nine has the ability to what, you know, take the the division. Um, It might get you dropped like white on rice. Um, Oh, that's the last game. This is a a crappy game. Um, Whatever. (laughs) Let's take, you know, the Washington football team and the Washington football team is going to win 21, 20. 2120 Washington football team. Okay. Um, I also have the Washington football team um, because I still don't know who is starting for them. But the one thing I do know about Washington is that D line is legit. So, based on the strength of their defense, I'm going to say they win and they win the division as the four seed with a whopping score of 10 to 7. <laughs> and I will go to Stash next. Um, I hate the fucking Eagles, and I hope they die on wow. this one. Yeah, I, and, I believe uh, that's a federal crime to ask for an eagle to be killed. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, so it so is. yeah, because you might want to recant yeah, yeah. that statement. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no. so well, enjoy your prison I, life. But yeah, <laughs> you might like it. <laughs> he'll take um, he'll take the soap not on a rope. Yeah, please cut the rope off. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why why spare me the anxiety of waiting um let's fuck the eagles fuck them to hell i hope they fucking lose and i'm tired of their bullshit and just washington put them out of their fucking misery and then you know 2120 just get it 2120, out of the way. Okay. yes all right beardo 
Right. So my favorite football player in the world is Alex Smith, as I have said before on this podcast. And because he plays for the Washington football team and I am crossing my fingers for an Alex Smith start on Sunday night, I'm going to be picking the Washington football team with Alex Smith behind center. Um, As with every game that Alex Smith ever plays, it's going to be low scoring and ugly um, without him making any picks. No, he doesn't make mistakes. He just doesn't make any great plays either. He just slow and steady. That's what he is. So we'll go 21-12 Washington football team. No, we call that game manager. Game. Um, so this one I actually had I, – I struggled with picking this next one, and Chitwood gets to start us off. Uh, Raiders at Broncos. Fun stat, the Raiders have lost the last nine season finales and four of them have been to Denver. (laughs) Who is this going to be number 10 and five? I don't know. I, you know, I mean, it, it, it makes sense for the Raiders to finish eight and eight because we always finish fucking eight and eight. Um, You know, I'm still waiting for that championship that uh, Gruden and uh, Mike, Mayock promised us uh, four years ago when they traded away, you know, our franchise. But let's finish eight and eight, and we'll make it twenty-one fucking twenty. So by my count, you have the Raiders winning. The Raiders will be winning twenty-one twenty. Go well, Raiders! <laughs> Funny enough. I have the same exact thing. Raiders 21-20. But I, I struggle with figuring out who's going to win this game because um, if last Saturday was any indication, the Raiders are not interested in winning football games. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, same thing as Jaywood on accident. Um, 21-20 Raiders, and we'll go to Stash. Uh, 21-10 Raiders. I hate to say that, but I hate the fucking Broncos as much as I hate the Raiders, but – the Raiders started off fucking great. Like they were coming out and making moves. Just beat the fucking Broncos so that I have shit to talk against my brother-in-law. That's okay. really all I'm going for. Sounds good. All right, Beardo, what you got? Um, there are a few teams that for some unknown reason I just like. Like I don't know why I like these teams and why I root for them. And the Broncos are one of those teams. I don't know why I Mustang that you know you're accustomed to seeing the big Mustang ball sack on whatever you guys call that shit field in Oakdale, and that's why you that's called the corral, Mm -hmm. and it's hallowed ground where you know Mustang born, Mustang bred. Yeah, gonna be a Mustang till the day I'm dead. Yes. yes. So, horse horse cock. Yes, yes, yes. Come on, come on. So, again, don't know why I like the Broncos, but I do. I always just randomly root for the Broncos to have a good season. Maybe it's because I hate the Raiders so much, and I know the Broncos are quite the uh, nemesis to the Raiders. So, um, I'm going to pick the Broncos um, again to beat the Raiders. And uh, let's make it ugly because I hate the Raiders and these scores don't matter anyways. So we'll go, we'll go 70 to 10. 
Broncos. Wouldn't it be funny if that was like the first score to actually hit? <laughs> we, we, we've had some that were super close. Would that be funny if that was the one that actually hits? Um, so Dodger also had Denver at 21-20, and Dirty Dan had Vegas at 27-14. So, Beardo, you were up the final game for our regular season. Oh, my poor 49ers. We I love Seahawks these guys. at Niners. Yeah, so I do want to say that there are six of us on this podcast, and of of all of us who regularly contribute, only Uppy's team is in the running for a playoff spot, which is pretty weird odds because it's the freaking Browns. 2020 for the win. So, my God. I mean, not Broncos, Buccaneers. And so, unfortunately, my – Dan isn't a fan of them. He just picked – yeah, he's a 49ers fan. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, my 49ers are not going to the playoffs this year, but there is, of course, next year. So let's go 2021. It's going to be a good year. But before I get into my pick for this game, I just want to say Roll Tide. They're going to be number one in the college football playoffs. Number one, go Alabama, college football national champions. Now, um, I'm going to pick the Seahawks to win this one, uh, simply because it's a down year for the 49ers next year is going to be a much better year for the 49ers. There's going to be health and happiness for all, and they're just going to smash everyone they play. Unfortunately, this year is not that year. It's going to be a down year or it is a down year. Everyone's going to be rested. So, um, we're going to take the the Seahawks. It's not going to be a, an impressive game for the Seahawks. It'll be, uh, It'll be a 21-20 Seahawks victory. Okay. Uh, Dodger agreed with you. He also had 21-20 Seahawks. Dirty Dan also had 21-20, but he went Niners. And his words were, fuck Seattle. Fuck and Seattle. So, <laughs> Shitwood, you're up next. 21-20 Seahawks. 21-20. Fun fact, I went to high school with a person that is uh, that just got engaged to Trent Taylor, the wide receiver uh, for the 49ers. And as of late, I'm kind of convinced that, that he might be a starter now because I'm pretty sure they're pretty depleted at the uh, at wide receiver. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. I think at receiver, they've been pretty good. It's their running backs that they can't seem to keep healthy. But it doesn't matter who is. I mean, they, honestly, they could put... I don't know. Dad. So is she Dad's Trent Taylor's sister or first cousin? Neither. Neither. <laughs> you would think coming from and Sonora. She's definitely not from Sonora. Yeah. You, you can't know her then. That is no. true. I recant my statement, unlike <laughs> Sash. <laughs> twenty eight twenty one Seahawks. <laughs> you were not next, but go for it. Okay. 20, that means I get to go last. And I actually, um, first of all, Stash, I appreciate you went with something other than 2120. <laughs> you Thank really you will. for breaking that up. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> much like Kansas City, I feel like something's not right at Seattle either. So um, I'm not sure what it is, but it's a division game. I'm going to give it It's fucking Russell Westbrook. Let's just put it out there. He lost me every <laughs> fucking fantasy season this year, except for the one that I'm in here with you guys. Um, I lost that, that Dodger one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think, <laughs> um, but on the back of Alvin Kamara's, yeah, six touchdowns. Just gonna say, <laughs> not selling Russell Westbrook. 
when Wilson. high as a kite was the epitome of my season and why I sucked this year. So, well, if you're playing a basketball dude in your fantasy football league, obviously you're not going to do good with the NBA player in there. So, <laughs> not. <laughs> I went for no. He's not. He's going to keep himself on mute. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, so my final pick I'm going to go with the Niners actually winning this one 24-20 so that is that for the regular season Um, after next week I will update where we stand um, collectively we're not giving picks for bucks we never have I thought we had we've never uh, done bucks picks no not unless they're playing one of our teams maybe that's the therapist talking but the Bucks are dirty. Dan just dirty them team. for the collective prediction. Oh, because he didn't. The one where have, he fucking won money. Yeah, the one where he won fucking money. But I'm. Oh yeah, where's that Venmo? I I just got paid twelve hundred bucks. I need to Venmo. We should ask him. Like, um, just remember, Stash. We decided on your behalf that you own eighty bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I saw that last time. <laughs> yeah. I'll and and, my, and you're I'll covering you my, my twenty as yeah, well. Twenty of yeah, twenty yeah. of my twenty of that eighty is for me. Pay for, <laughs> yeah, you're getting all this overtime. You can afford. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My 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 EBT card is uh, reactivated. So. I'm sending you all. I'm sending you all my EBT shit right now. He just he, he just uh, sends <laughs> Dirty Dan the EBT card. <laughs> <laughs> just send the card. Here, here's a pin code and my ID. <laughs> Have fun not getting cooked food with that. Mm. Yeah, cook it yourself. All okay, right. I actually did <laughs> learn something through the pandemic that I think is uh, important, kind of, if we ever yeah. get back to panic buying. Um, I think when you go to the supermarket and whenever, you know, something says, you know, WIC or EBT, they're, they're only on certain products. And I didn't know mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if those products are out, say you needed mac and cheese. But the the WIC slash EBT mac and cheese is not there. You can't go get the other WIC. So you can't go get the other product because it's not on the, no. you know, it's not eligible. No. Um, so I don't know if that needs to be a PSA for anybody. But if we ever get back to that panic buying state, you know, and you don't need to, you know, load up on 27,000 mac and cheeses. Um, I don't know when I was broke as a joke with my my dad growing up and um, we lived off that shit and probably had food stamps at some point i just don't know for sure um i'm gonna leave that shit on the shelves so my guess is if we got to the point of panic buying it would have to happen in the next 20 days because in 20 motherfucking days we're gonna have a leader who actually can fucking lead so it's gonna have to be in 20 days shit would so go stock yep. up on your toilet paper, but only a 20-day supply. Yeah. And not if it says WIC or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't buy the WIC ones. You make enough money. Yeah. Save that yeah, shit true. for the people who need it. Yep. Like me, because I don't make enough. So <laughs> Yeah, right? You're working like 80 hours a week. <laughs> oh, God. Making all that freaking overtime. I, know. I had, I had a whole another paycheck come in on this last paycheck. I was like, damn, that's nice. Podcasting uh, on the Blue Yeti. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's right, on guys. the Blue Yeti Premium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not until next week. <laughs> uh, 
Thank you uh, for showing up tonight. <laughs> Happy New Year, gents. Uh, thank you for your time. And uh, we just, we'll, we'll just make it simple. We wish you all a happy new year and a prosperous one and a healthy one. And we'll see you next week. I'm like a child looking off on the horizon. I'm like an ambulance that's turning on the sirens. Oh, I'm still alive. I'm like a soldier coming home for the first time. I dodge a bullet and I walk across a landmine. Oh, I'm still alive. Am I?